solve a mystery Running from creepers makes me hungry Set a trap, don't have a heart attack We've got a van full of Scooby snacks Freddy, Daphne, Velma, and Shaggy too Here it what's with you Scooby-Doo What's with you Scooby-Doo Oh, welcome back. Hello there. To another fantastic episode of What's With You, Scooby-Doo. My guest for this episode returning is Katie Ferrer. Katie Ferrer. She's fantastic. Uh, We do comedy together. In fact, we kind of mess up at the end and forget when we have gigs. But depending on when you're listening to this, we have gigs this upcoming week. Um, Monday the 14th and Wednesday the 16th. Uh, at Blue and Bull Feenies in Portland on the respective dates. Also, reference of the week this week is... The Netherlands. We talk about what's the difference between the Netherlands and Holland. Well, come to find out, it's that Holland is part of the Netherlands, but it's the... It's the part where the most happens, I guess. So there's a North Holland and a South Holland, and like that's where The Hague and uh, Amsterdam are and all that kind of stuff. So that is the reference of the week. The Netherlands. Very fun fact. Uh, that is everything. Uh, in a sad turn of events, this will be the last episode for this month. I am unfortunately moving, and uh, the next couple weeks are just going to be very rough for me trying to get stuff out. So, if all goes according to planned, hopefully we will be returning on August 27th, that Sunday. Uh, so, in the meantime, God bless, and thank you so much, as always, for listening. And... We'll, uh, we'll hear you again soon. All right. To the podcast. Let's do this. What's with you, Scooby-Doo? Today on the podcast, I have, for the triumphant return, Katie Fun-Loving Ferriera. <laughs> Foster's Ferriera. Ferriera. <laughs> Not the banana, not bananas. <laughs> A giant can of beer. <laughs> These Foster's cans are like, it's intimidating. Like, if you look at it, it's like, oh, this is not just like a casual thing. Because I feel like canned beer, very often versus regular beer, you can be like, oh, it's just like, like it kind of, it's easy. And like, there's enough things. Like, you've grown up with like Coke cans and like yeah. Sprite cans. Yeah, and- you've been trained to drink, to drink little Miller and. Yeah, cans. but then this, you, no, this thing demands respect. <laughs> yeah, you can't like, you can't be like, hey, bro, you can't do like one of those cool, hey, throw, throw a can across the room to your buddy. This would be like throwing a I medicine ball at somebody. It would. It's, it's, you have to have a giant hand. You have to have a really calloused hand for it not to hurt. You have to have a gentle hand, not to not completely crush it once you, you get it. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's great though. It's like I'm uh, not gonna throw this around. It's like in Mighty Ducks when they have to uh, uh, pass the eggs to each other. Like you need to be like gentle enough, but have force to it. Yeah, that's the that's what it says on the can. <laughs> gentle enough, but it has force to it. Forces. We should pitch this to them. Yeah, I feel like they'd. Uh, They'd, they'd get down with it. I never knew. Th- I never knew this can shape. Mm. Has anyone? You think anyone's ever gotten bludgeoned with a Foster's can? Ooh, I'm. Well, I bet you there's been like a stack, and it's fallen over and caused serious injury. <laughs> <laughs> like just somebody in a stock room carelessly, like somebody puts them too high, and then the next oh. person comes in and just. And they're like, ah, oh, crikey. Turns him, turns him Australian. <laughs> Everything you see is in Australia. We even got big bears. Yeah, I honestly, I'm, I maybe I don't watch enough TV anymore, but that should be it. should be an ad about how giant these cans are. The irony, of course, is that they've got little bears, but big bears. They did what? They got little bears, 
Little bears. Little bears, but big bears. Koala bears. Koala bears. Little bears, big bears. There you go. That's great. <laughs> That's their slogan. Little 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 bears, big bears, Australia. That's so good. <laughs> no rules, just oh, right. Oh, Australians look Australians trade trademark line. Uh, huh? Austra- Australia's slogan, not just Foster's. We're going countrywide. Oh, let's go countrywide. Okay. <laughs> no bears. rules, just right. Big. <laughs> But that's just for the outback, and then the coast also gets. Oh, yeah. So in the Venn diagram, no rules just right is one side. And then, I don't know, uh, uh, surf town, awesome town is the other side. And then in the middle, little bears, big bears. Yeah, and there's feuds. (laughs) But then they can all come together for the World Cup. Perfect. Ole, 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 ole. Mm. Did you ever watch the World Cup? Um, I watched one game at... What's that bar we have? Rira? They were mm-hmm. showing in the World Cup and we watched I went with my friend Catherine, um, because she had a friend who was from <gasps> what? Someplace with soccer. Okay, I wanna say Nether Netherlands. The the uh, colors are orange and blue, I believe. Huh. Which is now the Netherlands is also Holland, but it's kind mm. of like a Constantinople Istanbul thing. Yeah, that's that always confused me. It still does a little bit. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess it's... It's like, are, you, are we talking about like... Well, Amsterdam's in Holland, right? Right. So it's like, Which is the Netherlands. Yeah, Netherlands makes me think like Amsterdam and weed. And then, <laughs> and then Holland makes me think of tulips and wooden shoes. You know what I mean? So it's another... Ah, they do Clogging. it too. They do it too. They have that overlap. <gasps> But it's also like pretentious to put a the in front of your country, mm-hmm. like like the Beatles or the Kinks, the Netherlands, Finland. That's right. Not a lot of, not a lot of countries do that. We do it sort of. Well, but well, I guess because it's Netherlands, I guess. But like the United States, like they're a collection. It's a collection of states mm-hmm. that is the ones in America. What's the Nether? Like nether regions. Sure. Like like your crotch? I, yeah. <laughs> I I wouldn't call it the crotch. I nether, mean, is that the butt too? Everything below. Like your toes? Can okay, be my candle just farted. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> I know. It just went. <laughs> Maybe it's talking. Maybe it's speaking to us. I wonder if we can get that on mic. Hold on. Dutch ghost. Careful. That thing looks real flammable. <laughs> it's like oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Woodwick Candles, the most uh, relaxing of candles until they fart. Uh, is there anything less relaxing than a a nice fart? You know what? That's a good point. I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but it's relaxing when you do it. It's not relaxing <laughs> when someone else does it. <laughs> That's the drawback. Best case is just funny. It's yeah, funny, right. But I'm not a fan. My sister. Uh, She's like into like you know healthy stuff, and she you know eats. She she like really is obsessive about like high fructose corn syrup and things like that. So she can be serious about stuff, and she goes to yoga. But every time you know like it'll be dead silent. Everything's all like focused, and then like you know everyone bends over, and then just one person, and then she'll be the one who laughs every time. I can't. I can't take that. I would not be. It's funny. It's funny to like hear about, but to actually be there, I just couldn't. I guess there's some solace that no one knows who it is. You, I thought you know. I would think it would just be the same guy, or he has. A, he's the one with the laissez-faire attitude about toots. Yeah, sure. That, am I using Everyone laissez-faire else, right? Laissez-faire toots. Laissez-faire toots. Laissez-faire toots is opening up for Arcade Fire next weekend. Oh, cool! <laughs> I've been wanting to see them. I want to see them before they get big. You know? They're they're a hipster harmonica band. <laughs> They do, they do a cover of Kiss by a Rose by Seal on harmonicas. Oh, God. <laughs> My harmonica impression isn't great. Or like a kazoo. <laughs> they got a kazoo player. It's like... <laughs> the kazoo is the mandolin of, um, of handheld blowing instruments. <laughs> so if we're going to do one-on-one stringed instruments to air instruments... <laughs> Uh, so if kazoo is the mandolin, what's the saxophone? Ooh, that's like an upright bass. Oh, like an like a like a baritone sax, like a mm-hmm. yeah. or maybe like a guitar. 
Okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. It's yeah. It's just you hold you hold it there. It's cool. Mm. It's pretty cool. Saxophone's always cool. Yeah. My favorite was always the uh, uh, Clarence Clements of Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band. He always looked cool holding a sax. Uh, oh, he was the, he was the big man. Uh, he was a big man. He was the big man. The big man. <laughs> Much like the but Netherlands. <laughs> the Netherlands. <laughs> but uh, what's the uh, the video for? Was it? Born in the U.S. No, it was Dancing in the Dark that he pulls Courtney Cox up on stage, yeah. right? And there's no saxophone until like the end, but it just keeps cutting to a live clip of Clarence Clements not playing the saxophone, but just kind of shimmying with it. Oh. <laughs> and I ain't got nothing to say. I wake up in the evening. I go to bed feeling the same way. Wow. That's uh, one impression I can do. Now I can do a few. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, Neil Diamond. <laughs> Neil Diamond on very similar the harmonica. <laughs> he probably had one of those harmonica things. Yeah, I think he has it on his face. Yeah, <laughs> permanently. It's you know the place where harmonicas go. It's <laughs> he's got a harmonica on his face. I've seen him a while. He got that surgery. It's like the dude in a, a Suicide Squad who's got like the skeleton jaw tattooed on his face, but it's a harmonica over his mouth. Oh, no. Oh, Neil, no. <laughs> uh, Neil Young, very fun. <laughs> <laughs> fun guy. So, <laughs> much like a mushroom. <laughs> what? Mushroom, fun guy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, it's kazoo. <laughs> the mandolin of went to That's mandolin. Mandolin, mouth mandolin. <laughs> so, how's your Scooby-Doo ben- life been since you were last on the podcast? I'm ashamed to say I haven't I haven't watched him I haven't even watched the the wrestling the Scooby Doo wrestling special which was it's a fun one should be my priority. There's haven't. two now. <gasps> yeah. Yep. There's monster trucks though in the second one, so I don't quite know how that works. But I haven't seen the second one. I'm assuming more classic people come back. I don't know if John Cena's still in it. I hope so. We'll find out when What's with You Scooby Doo covers the next WWE SmackDown. Ooh. <laughs> Whoops. How's a candle? <laughs> it's like when you sit and somebody farts, it's like it was the chair. Yeah. It was the candle. <laughs> um, so today we're going to go uh, slightly new school. It's funny because I keep calling it new school, but I guess like this was 2010, which is now seven years oh, ago. That is such, that's such a thing when you're, you know, when you're 30-ish. Yes, yeah. that starts to happen, and you're like, oh. Yeah, that was just recent, right? Oh, like, just happened. I'm old. You could be like, oh yeah, you know that episode of uh, of uh, One Tree Hill. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Seinfeld finale. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you believe that finale of Lost? <laughs> oh, that's a better one. Yeah, that was probably like, I got started in '06. Yeah, when when like we could finally watch today. plane crashes again. Oh, because that would have been five years after five years. Plane crashes couldn't happen for a while. It's five officially five years. Much like the David Bowie song. (laughs) It's been five years. I don't know. That's a good one. Rest in peace. Pour one out. David Jones. I think it's actually his real name. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds right. Which is also a great name, but I guess in a post monkeys world, it'd be smart not to be compared to David Jones. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, mm-hmm. that's true. Smart move, Bowie. Yeah, R.I.P. Davy Jones. He died as well. I mean, Earlier. a little bit before, before David Bowie. Yeah. But Monkeys just went back out on tour. Mm. And I think there was some drama because for every reunion, maybe it was Mikey. I'm, I, I, I'm not going to get this right, but I think it was Mikey would never come back for a reunion mm-hmm. until after Davey died, he then showed up to do like the new album and the reunion tour. Yeah. So I don't know what happened there. Wow. That's some drama. Yeah. I had heard like he was the one that was most serious about being a musician, being like the art. Mm. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. But I mean, it shouldn't have to do anything with Davey. But, dude i love i love the monkeys yeah it's great i used to watch it when i was a kid i'd like to watch it again yeah there were uh, there were reruns on tv land when i was mm. a kid and that was fun yeah i just remember the spy episode where the code word to uh get the microfilm or whatever 
was to walk into a music store and say, I'd like a pair of red maracas. So like Davy Jones walks in, he's like, I like a pair of red maracas. And the guy's like, what? And he's like, I like a pair of red maracas. And they're like, he's like, huh? And like keeps winking. And Davy Jones is like, I don't know what this is. And then they give him the maracas and then come to find out they don't work because there's a microfilm in it because they're spies. Aww. Adorable. And the spies have to track him down and they have to escape the spies, but they never quite know what's going on because that was always the fun of it. Yeah. Mm. All right. So, but new school ish, more modern. I mean, compared to the original 1969, it is new school. That's right. Yeah. Like if we were going to compare, uh, uh, nope, all analogies left my head. I was like, I'm going to, I'm just going to start. Well, like, you know, when the dinosaurs lived. Well, sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know the time personally, so, but yeah. Well, like they say, we're just it will, okay. What wasn't what I trying to think of the whole span of the world of the the age of the Earth, or like that book that's like the history of everything and like humans. It's like a like thousand page book, and humans are like the last paragraph. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah like that. So, relatively speaking, yeah, yeah, relatively, like a cousin. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> How many more do I need? Oh, uh, well. Is this, is this family feud? <laughs> Give us something that's relative. Uh, uh, time and space. Show us time and space. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I think that would be number one. Cousins. It's all relative. <laughs> so we're going to watch uh, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated from 2010. Uh, season one, we're going to watch In Fear of the Phantom. Do you have any, uh, any, you, you want a drama. You want a drama. Yeah. All right. So hopefully this will deliver. Uh, I want to cry. Ooh. Let's I, get cathartic I, in here. I want it to make me cry. I don't think it will. Well, but I want the one most likely to make me cry. All right. Let's, let's see what happens. Let's see if we can cry together. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Let me be. It's time we part. Set me free, uncage my heart. Can't wait for you and me. It's time for you to see. Trap of love, snare by desire. Trap of love. Trap of love. Wow. <laughs> That was great. We didn't cry. Spoiler alert. No, I didn't. I didn't even come close. No? no, there wasn't like a well up at the end when like Shaggy and Scooby were like, no. And he's like, I'm sorry about your dummy. I know it meant a lot to you. He's like, you're the only dummy I need. That was sweet. It you know, was. I think the closest I came was um, when um, Scooby was comforting Fred. <laughs> It was very. It was very. You're um, my special it was very boy. Earnest and cute. What? Uh, what? Like, is there a like cheesy thing? Not like a like a like a cry worthy movie. Like not something where it's like you know the mom died and you know running through the rain. But like something cheesy. Is there a cheesy movie that'll make you cry? Oh my god. I feel uh, so many. I'm tr- let me think. Try and think of something. Okay, top three. Um. Well, do you know uh, the the movie Polly, the one about the talking parrot? Oh yeah, the little girl finds the talking parrot. Yeah, yeah, that I one mean, will get you. Oh yes, yeah, so I do remember that moments. one being sad. It's sad, but it's also like happy cry. Sure. Um. Like. I feel that way about Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Oh yeah, that one will that one will hit me. Yeah, and I'll have to fight back a little bit. Yeah. Did um, you see Finding Dory? No, I haven't. Cue the waterworks. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just very cute and sweet. Okay. Yeah. I liked Finding Nemo. Yeah, this one not so much. This episode, it was good though. Yeah. It just wasn't cry. I guess I wasn't expecting to cry. I'm not invested in 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 the gang. The gang enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I can get behind that. Uh, but okay. So we're getting the cart before the horse. The episode opens with the gang going to a concert for the Hex Girls, which are a previous. Uh, the, the the Hex Girls have been with us since 1999. That's great. I know. I like that. They, I like that they created this girl band and they keep coming back. 
with uh, their hit songs, and they keep getting added to as well. It's fun. The catalog. The catalog gets bigger and bigger. Yeah, that's uh, really cool. But the uh, earth, wind, fire, and air. We look bad, but we don't care. That's like a classic one. I like that one. What's the na- Okay, what are their names? There was Luna. Thorn. Thorn. And Dusk. So they're kind of like elements. Yeah, they're also, uh, they're like super into like Wiccan stuff. Mm, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> they have a lot of buckles on their clothes <laughs> they're either into wiccan stuff or they're into hot topic either way yeah i wonder if they could have marketed those outfits to hot topic <laughs> did you go through a goth phase no never i think that i'm i'm I, the closest to goth i ever was is right now <laughs> <laughs> in the fact that you're wearing black and gray i'm, I'm doing a thing where i want to wear more black i buy i buy mostly black now so everything kind of matches and Black. But that sounds more utilitarian it's than utilitarian. the darkness of my soul. Yeah, well, it's like why? It's like, uh, I yeah, I, I it's not. I'm not trying to represent my soul. <laughs> just trying to coordinate outfits easier, yeah. depending on laundry day. Yeah, and I think I think it's just it's easy, and I feel like black is a good color for me. Did you go through any kind of phase like goth or emo or uh, bubblegum punk? I mean, mm. did you wear like? colorful outfits and listen to the backstreet boys or um yeah no not really there was a point where i was um i had green hair and had punk well not really i wasn't i wasn't edgy in any way aside from the green hair the green a little bit of green hair and then i had like there's i had some pleather pants that i wore <laughs> and out yeah what age was this to school oh <laughs> Look out. I think a lot of people were doing it though at the time. It's like in like in freshman year. Or so there was safety in numbers. Yeah. That's I mean, yeah. I wish I I feel like kids nowadays are like create like uniqueness is encouraged and it's it's cool to be different, different. or to find your own thing. Yeah. See, when I was in high school, I uh I went to a high school where we had a dress code, so you Ooh. couldn't like there was limited amounts to which you could express yourself. You either had to wear a collared shirt or a sweater. So my rebellion was to wear the uh, rattiest sweater that I could. Nice. I actually had like a giant two sizes too big sweater. So like the sleeves would go past my hands and like dangle by like below my knee. Uh, it also had like a little mini turtleneck thing, but which didn't act as a turtleneck because it was so big that it would hang down. <laughs> Uh, my freshman year, the the captain of the football team, who was a senior, and about four times my size, had the exact same sweater in the same size. Whoa. Yeah, one day we were at lunch, and I looked up, and we were just like, oh. <laughs> so that was fun. But that was like, you had to find your ways. Like, you couldn't wear jeans, so I wore cargo pants, <laughs> because that was an outlawed. They, like, they thought you'd wear slacks, but I, I fooled them. Oh, so not jeans, but anything else? Basically. Could you wear pleather pants? You know what? I never <laughs> tested that. Well. I wonder what would have happened. Mm. I bet you they would have hit me with some clause where it's like, in the thing it says like, or appropriate wear. You know, like yeah. they like leave something vague so they can then be like, now nah, that falls under this category. Yeah, they'll find a way to get you. They always do. Damn mm. the man. Fuck, fuck <laughs> dress codes. <laughs> man. <laughs> Dude, what a bummer. Uh, So uh, they go to this Hex Girls concert because Velma is a huge Hex Girls fan. Mm. So much so that she is going ape shit the entire show. Losing her mind. Which, that's fun. I hate being at a concert with that person, but I love supporting that person. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I just go to a show and I just want to see a show. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see... You're never that person? no no because typically like i'm like a focused like i'm trying to like focus on this show kind of thing like i saw uh uh dweezil zappa right because mm-hmm. he was doing the thing where he plays all the frank zappa songs and like all the musicians are like technically amazing the sound sucked like it was very hard to hear and it was hard to hear them sing 
Oh. Um, but like, I was like excited to see these like players do their thing, and it was amazing. And it, it, too much of the audience like made it about them. Like, mm. oh, I know all the words too. It's like, yeah, yeah. but I don't want to hear you sing it. Yeah. Like, if I wanted that, I'd come hang out at your house. Yeah. I yeah, I totally know what you mean. That. Have you seen a show that you've like been apeshit for? Like that, maybe. Uh, not Velma levels. Not that level. Yeah, but, but like, um, I remember first time I saw Bare Naked Ladies. BNL? <laughs> the Pride of Canada? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah what year? Um, 2000, I think. Damn. That's prime BNL time. Yeah. And I hadn't seen them yet. And I saw Broke them. Broke into the old apartment. Yeah. This is a, their Maroon al- album era. What songs are on that? Uh, Pinch Me. Yeah. Too Little Too Late. Ooh, good one. Yeah. I feel like they got less jokey at that point. Yeah, they're trying to. Because like stunt is like, it like straddles the. Well, one week kind of throws well, off the balance. Yeah. Well, one week and also, uh, uh, I mean, even like, you know, like, I knew you before the West was one, like songs like that. Yeah. But then you also have the, like, um, the, when you dream, what do you dream about? Yeah. You know, like they started to try to like break away from like, if I had a million dollars. Well, I mean, well, if you go back to their first album, which Million Dollars is on, there's a Gordon. lot of real, yeah, a lot of real serious songs on there. And yeah, but also You Can Be My Yoko Ono was on that album. Yeah, it's goofy too. Yeah. But there's a song about like domestic violence. Sure. They, they you know, yeah. It's, it's but they tried the to place. break away from the novelty thing, yeah. I think. It's like the, it's the novelty stuff that ended up being the popular songs. Now... So that is, so they are a novelty band. The Hex Girls, I would argue, are a novelty band. I would not say B&L is a they novelty band. They bordered. I mean, because they were kind of the more serious version of They Might Be Giants, to a certain extent. You would extent. say They Might Be Giants is a novelty band? Istanbul's Constantinople, Triangle Man, like all That's their novelty? hits are novelty songs. Yeah, okay. They're great. If I'm not, I'm not that, using that pejoratively. I'm just yeah. saying, like, they have a shtick. Okay. As opposed, well, but then that begs the question. I always think like novelty is something like a, a like a your music isn't taken to be taken seriously, and while the the subject is jokey, it's still ser- It's like seriously done. Hmm. Like my boyfriend was, he's in a band. Uh, Several. Yeah. Oh, the, ba- <laughs> <laughs> the band he's in. They did the most stuff with is uh, primarily what they play is like monster songs, songs about monsters they make up or monster uh, classic monsters. The classic monsters mostly, so like Frankenstein, or or Dracula. Zombies. Yep. But he went. He did an interview and he was like, "Yeah, I'm. I just do novelty songs." And I'm like, "Oh no!" Also, uh, that's a that. great Vince impression. <laughs> oh yeah, you just do that. He's probably going to listen to this. <laughs> Shout out, Vince. Hey, Vince. Let's uh, pimp him. Uh, you can find stuff on mousa.bandcamp. Yeah, I think it's mousa1. Mousa1.bandcamp.com. if you go to Bandcamp. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. He's a great musician. It's such a good album. Mm, I agree. I like that album. Uh, so they then this concert is interrupted mid-Velma Freakout, post-Scooby mm. and Shaggy not getting along. Uh, we yeah, found that out. A, yeah, they set that up. They really and like really antagonistic. Like Scooby is like actively trying to mess with Shaggy to be like, I'm mad at you. He's very hurt. And yeah. is it because um, he uh, Shaggy went to prom? Went to prom with Velma uh. instead of watching a movie marathon that they do every year with Scooby. <gasps> you know, so he what? interrupted a tradition. I think the first episode, the first one of these, I did. They were watching that marathon. Vincent Van Gogh is the, uh, well, yes. So it was Vincent Van Gogh who's the, like, their helper in that universe is a TV star in this universe. Mm. Uh, But there was TV stuff because it was uh, Zumba. Yeah. Zumba. (laughs) And she was sending them into TV worlds. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's so cool. Synergy. Like That's right. That. We keep it consistent around here. Cool. <laughs> then uh, this dude in a weird future mask, future gold mask and sparkly outfit, badly rhymes and threatens the girls. 
Yeah. His rhyming on the spot skills. Oh, I feel like that was one of those things where like he's practicing it in his head and then he <laughs> says it and he's like, ah, shit. <laughs> and it's almost like when he ended his rhyme or lack of rhyme, the the band just kind of, it's like they waited for more. <laughs> There's like this pause. Like, oh, you're uh, done. Oh, is that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> How are we going to respond to that? <laughs> uh, they're so cool. <laughs> they are. It seems to ride that line of like, we're doing our own thing and we're confident and we're not making that your problem. Like we are literally just doing our own thing because we want to do it. Yeah. Like they're not actively trying to uh, seemingly change anybody's mind. They're just like, hey, you guys showed up. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like yeah. that in a band. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, he lasers a, or energy balls a speaker and it falls on Thorn. Yeah, that was, that was a little nasty. It was insane. I always, I always wonder. Thorn actually getting hurt. Well, and if that was a dude in a mask and like it had crushed her to death, like would he have been like, ah, shit, 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 shit. Or would he have been like, ha all right, that's, I'm out. Because it seems like if you want to kill somebody, that's way easier than ruining someone's career by making this elaborate costume thing. Hmm. Well, I mean, did he want to, I think he... He doesn't want to. He's not a murderer. He just just doesn't like them. Well, he wants to end their career because, spoiler alert, they became popular and took his place in the charts after his career Hmm. began to tank. Oh, okay. Because he was fancy pants. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. All right. I got dancing my pants and the dancing pants. <laughs> on, uh, they watched the video on iTube. EarTube. EarTube. <laughs> I wish, but I wish, uh, I wish because I wish it would have been MeTube because then that yeah. would have been the opposite of YouTube. But Maybe MeTube has to exist. had already done MeTube. Yeah, I'm sure. Think. That uh, was like uh, MySpace and then mm-hmm. anybody did MyFace. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then As there was the joke. on 30 Rock, they, it's um, like UFace or something. <laughs> Maybe you face. That's just a great name know. in general. Mail, mail a postcard to Nick. I don't know what it is. <laughs> P.O. Box 44, 44, 44, 44, 44, Runnels Lane. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Apologies you... to the homeowner of 44, 44, 44, 44, Reynolds Lane. <laughs> At one point, we did uh, offer to have people mail stuff to Krister because he had a P.O. Box. Aw. That would have been funny. We'll miss him. R.I.P. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, he's dead to us. <laughs> uh, so now they need to figure out who this phantom is. Mm-hmm. And the, they decide that they're going to lay a trap for him by putting in a decoy so that he'll take the decoy instead of Thorn. In the interest of having the band be intact? Right. But... Uh, they have to figure out who this decoy is going to be. And there's somebody who really wants to be that oh, decoy. Oh boy, is there. <laughs> <laughs> I love, see, I think I probably identify most with Velma in this episode. Oh. Just because I feel like I have that in me to just be like, please approve of me. Yeah. And then everybody's just like, yeah, how about Daphne? <laughs> I mean, I don't take offense to it. Because I also get those moments where I get to be Daphne. Yeah, everyone gets their moment. But those don't feel as as they don't feel as gratifying it's as the low. One you really want. Yeah, right. Because like those moments where you feel low, it feels so much worse. It feels worse to be crushed than to hel- be held up on high. Velma probably feels like she gets compared to Daphne a lot. Well, there's like two. Yeah, there's two girls in the group, mm-hmm. so the judgment is going to be a fifty fifty split between the yeah. two of them. It's not even 50-50. Oh, it turns out. Well, I mean, <laughs> Velma's not even considered for this. She goes up against Fred the Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I did love that, like, her, like, grabbing his collar and, like, moving so much. And Fred's just like, what? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> that is something I love about Fred in this, is that he is, he's so sincere and honest and, like, legitimately dumb, like, in the best way possible. He's very dumb. Yeah. But it doesn't translate to, like, you feel like if he could see what was going on with these things and, like, and his relationship with Daphne, he would do the right thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. He works through it, you know? He's not stubborn. And he's willing to give up his manhood. Yeah, he's no longer a guy. (laughs) Best line. (laughs) When did he get so obsessed with traps? That's been 
here from the beginning of this series. Okay. He's always he that's like his thing in this series mm. is like he's he's going to like trap conventions and <laughs> he has like trap scrapbooks. <laughs> He's got trap scrapbooks. Trap scrapbooks is opening up for Arcade Fire this weekend. Oh my god! For real? I wish I'd gotten turkey. Trap scraps. Uh, what oh, was the it? Trap scraps. Toots. Uh, laissez-faire toots. Laissez-faire toots. Oh man! This Sunday at Port City. I don't laissez-faire want to... toots. Oh, god. Trap City. Trap scrapbook. Uh. And I was I was covering that night at work. <laughs> now I know they're going to trap scraps. Because <laughs> they <laughs> But Daphne takes over. Yep. And then, well, she takes over first. She's a decoy. Right, which is where she gets taken. Yeah. Because the trap doesn't work. Yeah. And this leads to Fred's first big conflict. Is he mad that the trap didn't work, or is he more upset, perhaps? Searching deep within himself because Daphne was taken. He really struggled <laughs> with that one. And he figured out after a lot of soul searching that it's a little bit of both. <laughs> I feel like this isn't too far away from reality. <laughs> because like I feel like I know those people or have gone through those things where I have gone through a stupid like on the surface, what feels like a really dumb comparison like that where it's like i really care about this thing i probably shouldn't i eat the trap part of it uh but also like i know that i should care about this thing or even like i don't even know that i should like i also care about this thing which in the the grand scheme of things is like a little bit more has a little bit more heft to it you know what i'm saying but like it'll still like you know like something of like uh i have to uh go to my friend's play but that means that i'm gonna miss a Game of Thrones episode or something, you know, like something like that where it's like, well, obviously I can watch the Game of Thrones episode later, but like, it means a lot to me, but like, why should it mean a lot to me? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you got, you, you smell yeah, what I'm stepping Fred on? Fred is the very simple version of all of us, you know, he's the every man. He's the essence. Do you have something like his traps? I just care about them. Well, uh, like kind of that thing. That's like your thing. That's mm-hmm. not necessarily like eating. <laughs> Because like people are like, I'm into food. Yeah, so's the species, bro. Oh, I see. I'm like kind of. I'm really into winning things. Example. Uh, <laughs> uh like pinball. Okay. I play, I play pinball, and when I, it's not. <sighs> but that's also like, that's you against a fictional adversary, right? Because you're just looking at the high score. That's not necessarily like. I mean, the person with the high score might be next to you, but you that's can play not... head to head on a pinball thing. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Do tell. And most most machines you can play uh, up to four credits at once. So you, you alternate or, games, games and it keeps track of who's going. Yeah, like everybody, it's like player one plays their ball one, they drain it, and then player two plays their ball one, and they when it drains, player three plays their ball one. Are these technical terms? <laughs> I'm obsessed with this now. Draining a ball? Draining a ball is yeah, like an actual like industry term? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to get into pinball. All right, uh, ask me anything, AMA. So, <laughs> you'll be on Reddit later. Uh, so, the also, pinball technology seems much more sophisticated than I initially thought. Oh, it can track. Pieces and well, and also, so, parts. The, the there's... Do you get points for how long the ball is in there? Or is it just by hitting things? It's by hitting things. Okay. So you have, so, and each thing carries an amount of weight with it. So like, if you just like were able to pocket back and forth on the bumpers. Yeah. Eh, I know that term. Uh, right. That's a the, pocket. I don't know about the pocket. I don't know pocket, but bumpers. Bumpers. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. You mean like the, on the sides no, I like how we're doing hand things. Yeah, on a podcast. When you're doing that, yeah. what's your? What are the things that you're able to control with the flippers? Flippers. I thought they were bumpers. Bumpers is something. That's but like that's like when you're bouncing off something. Yeah, I think bumpers tend to be the um, things right above the flippers. Okay. So they could go pudding pudding like bounce off. You know, they hit the thing like pudding. But if you just bounce it off of the flappers. Flippers. Flippers. (laughs) 
Flappers are from the 20s. Yeah. That wouldn't get you as high a score as, say, getting it into the mouth of the skull. And it flips around and goes, bring, 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 bring. Right. This, yeah. Anything that flips around because you hit it is pretty cool. Okay. You no the it doesn't it can't sense when you it hits the flippers. Oh, so you don't even get points for that. No, like saving the ball from draining. Yeah. No. That's insane. It's gotta like put it up ramps and you can start modes just like modes modes. Yeah. Oh, like double ball or something. Uh, multi ball. I don't know if multi ball can be considered a mode, but every machine has a multi ball. Most of them, almost. I don't know if there's any that don't have a multi ball. Huh. At least one multi ball. Adam's Family, E.T., mm. Truck Stop. E.T.? I haven't played E.T. Oh, I'm sure there's an E.T. one out there I'm somewhere. I'm sure there is. We'll look Maybe. that up when we're off yeah. mic. <laughs> hey, just a little quick insert while I'm editing this down. I looked for far too long to try and find E.T. pinball machine, and I am shocked to inform you that it does not exist. Now, to return to the show. Uh, but, okay, so, winning things mm-hmm. <laughs> via pinball. <laughs> There's pinball, there's Catan, uh, just, just like God, games. that game is boring. It is? No, it's not. I feel like I, I've never been able to get into it, though. Oh. It's, it's. That fun. might be a me thing. Yeah. That I just wouldn't be able to get into it. It's more like if I don't do well on something. If I'm like, I'm, I'm good at this otherwise, and then. But it's a competitive thing where like your self-worth gets into it. Yeah, absolutely. Do you also play uh, like video games? A little bit. Do you play like competitive video games or do you play like... I used to play a lot of like um, computer games that were like... um, Like multiplayer or... Yeah, playing with real people. Ah. And then if you don't do well, they get mad at you and they say, uninstall this game. (laughs) That's a good one. Uninstall. (laughs) Just uninstall flat? Yep. All right. Okay. That would be a great thing in life. Just uninstall. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Daphne gets taken. Fred has to figure out his own feelings to which... He goes up in the scaffolding and discovers that uh, he does have feelings, but he doesn't say it in the best way possible, leading Daphne to get mad at him in the most uneloquent way to put that. She gets pissed off. She's like, you wish you didn't have feelings for me, which also like. Yeah, he says to himself, "I I wish I didn't care about her. But am I a dude for seeing what that means? To be like, oh, he wishes he doesn't, he didn't have feelings. That means that he has feelings. But he wishes he didn't. Yeah, because it's so painful. Yeah, but like if someone you cared about, if you heard them say, I, I wish, wish I could I quit you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a, that's a nice moment, though. Hmm. Right? So that's Wait like a, a nice second. version of that. Yeah, it's a nice version. I wish I could quit you. Means, I wish I knew how to quit but you. But you know what? That's acknowledging that he has feelings. Right. Which is what Fred said. <sighs> See, but like also, he's like a, he's saying, I can't, I can't, I just can't quit you. But you the know? feelings, it, it's also, I feel, I feel like that's like a weird thing because the feelings are causing him pain, right? So it's like, oh, well, that's well, a bummer that liking out. me is causing you to be, like, hurt. Like that's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, you want them to be like, I, I like, I like that I care about this person. They're. Yeah, you want to. You want them to feel joy in liking so that's you. That's why. Yeah, that's why Daphne's a little peeved. Do you have a line that someone's said to you, or that you've said that in your head you thought like this is going to be great? Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this grand romantic oh, thing, boy. and then when it came out of your mouth, the other person was like, <sighs> like, do you have one of those that you can uh, recall and that you'd be willing to share? Gosh, you know, I think I kind of do the thing a little bit where I'm like, uh, it's hard to explain, like kind of diss the guy, diss their like gender almost. Not really. Uh, it's hard to like. Like you say something like, like, all guys suck, but you're pretty good. Well, not not quite like that. Like <laughs> Stuff that is considered like a big plus by society or like what guys think they should be like. And when a guy's refreshingly not like that. Mm. If I say that, it's like almost like, oh, I hope they take that as... The right way. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like I... wish I could give a more specific example. I feel like I've done that move. Like the thing that you just should say is like, I care about you. You're an awesome person. But Mm -hmm. like you want to be clever or something. And so then I'll end up saying something like... uh, something dumb like i could be with other people but like you're the one that got me or something like something dumb like that like but 
all I really mean is just like, you're awesome. I want to be with you. And like, that's it. I feel like that's, uh, that's the Fred in all of us. Yeah. But anyways, he, he, uh, he gets really down on himself. Meanwhile, Scooby has adopted a doll to replace Shaggy oh, as his yeah. best friend. Yeah. <laughs> What's the doll's name? Harry? Yeah. It was either Harry or Henry. I, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Henry's a tough thing for Scooby to so say. So he's not, he's not a recurring character? Mm, I don't think so. Maybe maybe he comes back like as a nod. Some, it was somebody's ventriloquist doll, right? Yeah. Maybe it was Shaggy's ventriloquist doll. Oh. But I liked, I did like that uh, he had a slightly different Scooby voice when Scooby would talk to oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just slightly different where it was like Scooby was putting an effort to do a voice. Yeah. <laughs> Which like Scooby doing voices is the funniest thing because he's got such a distinctive voice. Yeah, that was good. And so then <laughs> Shaggy has to uh, fight the, the doll in the van, in the yeah. touring bus. Touring bus? Tour bus. It's touring bus. The touring bus. Yeah. Ah, yes, we are watching the watching television. We are going to the Netherlands. <laughs> Super cool American fun time. Yeah. I love the vague Eastern European accent. Yeah, it's so good. It's the most fun. I feel like uh, uh, American dad does that joke. Or like family guy does that joke a lot. Hey, we're having such a good time. Yeah, Lars. Oh. <laughs> that kind of thing. A lot of dudes named Sven and Lars. Mm, right? Yeah, but then this leads to—I might be getting out of sequence here, but who cares? Uh, but it led to a really fun chase scene because uh, they're in the bus. That's right. Doing the like left door, right door thing, but all the bunks of the tour bus. Yeah. So like he'll open bus a curtain curtains. on the left, and yeah. they come out of a curtain on the right, and then they go into the toilet, and then they come out of a <laughs> curtain. I like how long it takes for the guy to be like, because I'm wondering what would happen if he caught them. Because then his ending move, his finishing move, is just, all right, I'm going to set the bus on fire. <laughs> like, was that... That's right. Was that his move all along? Or was he going to catch them and then got frustrated and set the bus on fire? I don't know. Yeah, what would happen if he caught him? I probably tied him up. <laughs> right. Oh, like Daphne. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And suspend them from the top of the stage. Until they fall down, because the rope's not good. Do you, do you think he meant for that to happen? Or do you think he meant for her to hang there until he could, like, get her? Hang forever. Yeah. Like, just till somebody looked up. I don't think he, like, did the physics and picked mm. rope that was going to break in two hours or whatever. Do you think he realized that he got the wrong person? And I don't know. Did, the, to did the, um, the roadies end up meeting again backstage? I don't know. But then the other thing is that even when she's not in costume, he tries to get her. Yeah. Well, I would too. Oh, is I this a new stage in your sexuality? I mean <laughs> <laughs> Did this episode awaken something in you? Yeah, you know, like I would be, I'd be like, oh, what, somebody, something the else to worry about? Yeah, you want to go oh, for the person who's singer. doing the main thing. Yeah, what if she, what if her song takes off? Mm. I'm not going to let Trap it get to that. Trap of love. That was so good. <laughs> I did like, uh, I did like the, the whole bit. Because Fred finally realizes his feelings after Daphne's been saved. And so he goes to, for some odd reason, they're all hanging out at Velma's house. And so he goes to confront Daphne at Velma's house, uh, where they've done her up like a rock star. Yeah. And he's like, he says, I need to talk to Daphne. And she's like, Daphne's not here. I'm crushed. And he's like, seriously, lady, I need to talk to Daphne. And she's like, I, 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 I am I, I am Fred, dummy. I'm trying to do a bit. <laughs> oh, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. Crush was cool. She does like a bitchin' uh, uh, somewhere between alt-rock and new metal song. Mm -hmm. This leads to the next trap, which we get because somebody saw the doll and was like, I have an idea now. Probably Fred. He's got his idea for his trap now. Mm -hmm. And we get Daphne's... Uh, well, first we have the rehearsal where she's like, they're they're rehearsing the song that they're going to sing as Hex Girls. And she's like, stop, stop. It's just not working. I'm just not feeling it. Mm. And Thorne, She's like, already got an ego. Thorne takes her aside and is like, there's something happening, isn't there? And she's like, yeah, friend. <laughs> and she's like, you know how I got over a bad breakup oh, yeah, she's with a, great a carny? Story. Yeah. What was his name was like? Knuckles. Knuckles. 
Win. God, I could never. It remember. was like Winstein or something. Something silly. Something very serious. <laughs> but uh, uh, he loved his uh, carnival ride more than he loved her. Mm-hmm. So then she got over it with a hit song. Yeah. I feel like that's the the fantasy anytime there's like emotional tragedy or like especially like a breakup in life it's like something's gonna come out of this that's gonna make me a better person boy i wish that were true well it never really is but you you always hope it yeah sometimes you learn something yeah i mean or uh you at least uh get a new style out of it i feel like you know i'll 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 be a makeover now i'm goth or something (laughs) i don't know I went through a, I went through a breakup and then I started wearing tighter jeans. <laughs> That's who I am now. I'm tight jean dude. Yeah. But the goal is that you would then like write a novel and you'd show that person how much and they would you read are. it. They would sit down and read the whole thing. And like you ne- but like you never call them out, but like anybody reading it knows what's up. Oh my god. That's like my fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the craziest thing you've done after a breakup? Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> that response means it's good. Uh, did you ever go crazy? Did you ever, like, oh, you know, I torch out. someone's shit or something I like that? I didn't do that. Okay. But I was just... I, Slash tires? No, I didn't I didn't actually do anything. I okay. I was just very angry. Okay. Just constantly angry. And... I mean, I feel like that's me all the time. Oh, I was... I did. That was like around around when I cut my hair. About the, when I did you started going hair. for the short haircut. I remember when that happened. I don't. Well, that's I don't around the time when you were doing to it, uh, Katie's weekend bit. Oh yeah, that's it. That was yeah, the same the Katie's, weekend. Katie's weekend. You know when you have like a four day weekend and you're like, I'm gonna make time and spend it with a guy I like, and then he's like, not even. I'm out, and you're like, yeah. it's my time. Oh yeah, all right. I'm gonna do things. I like to do. Yeah, I got I got a four loco. <laughs> <laughs> got a four loco. four loco. Treat yourself to some death. Yeah, I was like, I I don't know, I like I think I wanted to do well, harm. I, well, yeah, but like I think I just wanted I wanted to do like drugs or something, but I just didn't. Do. I just didn't like find any or really try to. Well, yeah, and it's like, like that self-destructive tendency, but yeah. like the opportunities aren't there. So you're like, four day weekend, you know? I'm gonna drink a whole bottle of wine and watch Grey's Anatomy. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, four loco, that's dangerous. Like I saw like, <laughs> I think they changed the recipe by then. But like, I remember they had like I saw pictures like videos of like like people that like pooped oh, on the they, sidewalk and stuff. They took and, out the caffeine. Yeah, that was what made it really bad. And yeah. I think they there was not as much alcohol, too. Yeah, because it was still, like, it was that and Sparks when I was in college. Sparks. And that would be the, like, we're going to have a dumb weekend. Mm-hmm. We got some Four loco and Sparks. That was, like, the thing. Because you'd be like, <laughs> oh, this stuff could cause us to die. Yeah. Uh, but we can also buy it at a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But okay, that's all I could get my hands on. So four loco, <laughs> four loco. <laughs> the walls aren't breathing, but goddamn, I am. Yeah, <laughs> my heart hasn't beat this much since I first saw Patrick Dempsey. Oh my god, what if you had like had if you like, drank a four loco? If you had like three Fosters, <laughs> you'd be dead. These things are yeah, huge. I know. <laughs> you saw. Oh Jesus! You saw Patrick Dempsey. I don't think I, I don't know. I'd probably be like, I have no, I don't know your body of work, but you're gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. He's dreaming. a very attractive man, objectively. Oh, he's in Can't Buy Me Love. The Beatles song? Well. <laughs> yeah, well, the Beatles song came first, and they made, <laughs> made the movie called Can't Buy Me Love. Was that an early breakout for him? Because that was a 90s movie, he was, right? He was a teenager. Oh, yeah. Uh, pre, uh, what was the show he was on? Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, because he was Dr., what they call him? McDreamy. Dr. McDreamy. I don't think it was Dr. Mc. It's not Dr. McDreamy, it's just McDreamy. Oh, I thought they called him Dr. McDreamy because he was a doctor on the I show. I don't know, I've never seen an episode. Neither have I. I oh, oh, I thought that was also only a fan thing. Like, I didn't think they called it oh, him that on the show. Oh, I think they called him that on the show. Oh. I don't know. I like how we're leaning forward now. Let's talk like, about this Patrick is Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey died. Patrick Dempsey. 
It's time for Dempsey Talk. Dempsey, get at us. Four, 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 four. Renwell Avenue. Reynolds Road. Yeah. Sure. So the now we get like this whole girl power thing in Velma's room where Fred's like, I have feelings. And uh, Daphne very cool is like, I don't care. Yeah, and she like snaps rough. and then like guitar happens. And then like the other three girls oh. like simultaneously like, push him yeah. out into the hallway. That felt good. Yeah. I felt bad for Fred though. I did, but it's part of his journey though. Like, you yeah. know, he's going to come out the other side of this. Cause he's got, he's got to like hit a little bit of rock bottom to like really test. Yeah. Those feelings, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's good. He he was he was uh, mature enough to think about it. You know? I don't have a posse like that. No, she didn't even have a posse like that. It was just these rock stars who went to bat for her. Yeah, that would be like hanging out with Foo Fighters, and a bully's like, "Hey, what's up, idiot?" And the Foo Fighters are like, "What'd you say to him?" Yeah, get him, get him, Taylor Hawkins. <laughs> Is that a guy? Isn't guy. he the drummer? He was oh. also the drummer for uh, Alanis. Oh, on Jagged Little Pill, or at least the oh. tour for Jagged Little Pill. He was the drummer. Yeah, I mean, not that I'm. Just, yeah, I'm seeing it in my head now. He's great. Okay. Very energetic. Kim Taylor. And I mean, you have to be a good drummer to be Dave Grohl's drummer. Yeah. That's like being Sting's bass player. Big shoes to fill. Yeah. Like I mean, you know, at one point, like Dave oh, Grohl's like has to be like, oh, I'm. Let me show you how it's done. So there are songs where Sting just sings. Sting, yeah, Sting live. Mm-hmm. He didn't play bass for a while, or he would play like guitar or something. Somebody plays the bass. Yeah, Sting solo. Wow, okay. But like Police, he plays the bass. Like Desert Rose, he wouldn't be playing bass. Right. Yeah. Wow, I didn't think about that. There are a lot of, like, a lot of really good musicians out there. Billy Joel's piano player. Like when Billy Joel's what? not playing piano and someone else has to play what, the piano. Does he like dance around? Oh, he does a lot of dancing. Oh, okay. Yeah, like uh, Big Shot. He like gets up on the piano and he'll do like, you know, like the whole like one more kamikaze, two more kamikazes. Oh boy. It's really intense. He used to be very energetic in the eighties. Yeah. Then he got big. No, Phil Collins too. Have you ever seen videos of him? No, is he very energetic? Yeah. This is a big music talk episode. I like Good it. Lord. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> well, it fits with this episode. But like Phil Collins played Because he was drummer he was in... for Genesis Gen- with Peter Gabriel. Yeah, and somebody else that was also noteworthy. <laughs> the other guy. But like they were, it's like the three tenors. Wait, are there three? Yeah, the three tenors. Oh, three. Okay. That's the big. Right. Pavarotti. Pavarotti. <laughs> uh, the dude with no legs. What? Yeah, one of them has no legs. What? Once again, I feel the need to correct. I am confusing the three tenors, which is Luciano Pavarotti, Placido Domingo, and Jose Carreras, with the Irish tenors. Of which the uh, one who doesn't have legs is Ronan Tynan. We now return to our regularly scheduled programming. Uh, they did catch the bad guy mm-hmm. after realizing that the cloth uh, from the Phantom. Oh yeah, was the same as Fancy Pants, which was a dance act. Yeah. Uh, before the Hex Girls, because I could dance in my pants, dance in my pants. Everybody knows I got dance in my pants. <laughs> Which is like a playoff of dance in my pants and I need to dance. Oh. But they it? just did dance in my pants. Oh. Dance in my pants. Yeah, his pants were the Dancy. Were that color were the like a almost like a staticky, moving, glittery effect. Mass. Yeah. <laughs> but they uh they, they catch him with the doll mm-hmm. and then uh realize that he fancy pants after his career went down became the road manager for the Hex Girls to take revenge on them because they became popular after he went down and yeah. his manager jumped ship. He said that they he wrote he wrote songs that were bad, but they made them good. These girls can't, can take a bad song and make it good. And she like flipped her hair. Oh, yeah. That was cute. He looked exactly like David Spade. <laughs> I wanted to take you Hex Girls out. <laughs> Like, you I thought that in the beginning when they showed the roadie, I was like, I have to. S- that guy looks like David Spade, and they turned out to be the bad guy. Uh oh. David Spade never actually plays a bad guy, does he? Hmm. He's always like the bad good guy who realizes that he's good. Yeah. Right? It's like a smarmy asshole. 
Well, I, I guess like, in Chris Farley movies. And then in and then the Russo- Joe Dirt. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Joel, Joe Dirt, is straight up good, right? Yeah, but he's like not a good person. Oh. Necessarily. Like, it's like a My Name is Earl thing where he's mm-hmm. like white trashy and doesn't know what's good, but like he just kind of accidentally does good. Yeah. Rules of Engagement, he plays the, not that I'm a super fan, but he, he plays. You're proving otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> he plays the, the one that's single. There's a single person, an engaged person, and a married person. He's the single one that's like, single life. Is it three simultaneous Bachelor narratives? Forever. And they're friends? They're, they're all friends. They're, okay. Yeah. And they're talking about like, oh, I'm married. Oh, I'm engaged. I love single life. There you go. Okay. I got that movie. Warburton. Oh, Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Who, of course, is in this series. In the, yep. Oh, I, I love married As the life. sheriff, right? Yeah. He's, that's a really good character. That was also a great gag in the beginning where he's like, hold it. Are you telling me these shirts cost $50? <laughs> Which, yeah, I feel that way at a concert. Yeah, just go online. Or make your own. I feel like that's even cheaper these days. Bootlegged. (laughs) You really have a problem with unlicensed merchandise. See, I go to wrestling shows a lot, like indie wrestling shows. But indie wrestling shows, they're fighting for every penny. Exactly. I doubt that Metallica's doing that. Yeah, I guess it's different, I guess. Like, I mean, Metallica's the one. Ooh, <laughs> you use Metallica as your example. That's my go-to for, like, they that. don't need the Bootleg. money for merchandise. Bootleg shirts. Take, suck it. Napster. <laughs> I used to wear a Napster shirt. I'm sure, oh, my God. I bet a lot of edgy Metallica fans wear Napster shirts to... The people who love Metallica but hate Lars. You know that's a subset. He's Dutch. He's from Denmark. Oh, okay. Like Wade, Wade Denmark. Oh wait, Denmark. Yeah. Denmark, not Holland. Yeah, same thing. Wait but a minute. Different. Wait, is the Netherlands? The Netherlands is next to the Danes. Okay. There of Denmark. But they aren't Holland. Right. Right. Okay. Wait. The Netherlands, Holland, and they're called the Dutch. Yeah. Denmark. Danes. That makes sense. The Dutch? (sighs) This is just too confusing. Yeah. We'll save it for another time. (laughs) But, I mean, yeah, that was the episode in a nutshell. They caught the guy. Uh, Scooby and Shaggy. Well, first we get Fred and Daphne at the end. Mm -hmm. Making up in quite a heartfelt way. Like, he says says his bit in his own way. Yeah. And he's he's like, does that make sense? And she's like, coming from anyone else? No, but from you, yes. Yeah, crystal clear. That was that was great. Yeah, they understand each other a little better now. That's the beauty. That yeah, that's a beautiful relationship where there's like mm-hmm. their own language. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's like the dream goal, right? To be understood, you know. But also to be understood in a specific way. Yeah. Because like you get your own like private world with that person. Like that's mm-hmm. like a dream relationship, right? Yeah. Or like a fantasy relationship. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but I'm saying like, you know, when you're alone in middle school, like writing in your diary, that's mm-hmm. like, you know, the kind of thing that you dream up. Yeah, I'm not I'd saying say so. anything about myself right now. All right. <laughs> your diary. Uh, but then Shaggy and Scooby make up as well. And Daphne is le- left in the, Ooh, or Velma's yeah. left in the shadows. Yeah. Just pans out. Pans over to Velma by herself. Fifth wheel. Looking a little dejected. Yeah, and then just cuts, and that's it. Setting it up for a big Velma arc. That drama is going to keep going. And I, fr- I forgot about her, too. <laughs> till that happened. So I think they really pulled that off well. <clears throat> that was some good drama. Do you think that she'll, I mean, you probably know. I do know. <laughs> Will she become a villain in one episode? Just be like, you aren't paying attention to me. That doesn't happen. But I would argue that there are a couple instances that play off of that idea. Interestingly enough. like the, I mean, like, they were like, you were so busy looking for the, it wouldn't be the Phantom, but it was something well, else. No, but like, that you forgot, you don't even notice I was here. To hint at it, she, because... She feels left out of that dynamic. She might look for another dynamic to be a part of. Oh, no. Mm, yeah. Okay. 
we'll, we'll, we'll keep watching this show. <laughs> uh, so that was the episode in a nutshell. Uh, any other stray observations you've got? Or anything else you want to say about Lindsay Buckingham? Oh, Lindsay Buckingham's a jerk. <laughs> you ever look right. at any picture of him he's just like eh. douchey you, you know the um on saturday night live when he's played by uh bill Hader. oh it's spot on <laughs> it's so good oh i'll have to look that up yeah that's perfect yeah excellent um do we have anything coming up? I don't even know when our next show is. August 14th, I think. August 14th is our next show? Is it at Blue? What day of the week oh, is that? Oh, gosh. It I, is I very unsexy to look things up on a podcast, but I'm going to look up what day the 14th is. It is... Oh, it's a Monday, so that's at Blue. Oh, it must be. Yeah, okay. So August 14th, we'll be performing improv at Blue. Yay! Uh, check out... I think it's... I don't even know what it is on, on online. You can check it out at nickrobes.com. I'll, I'll post about it. It's going to be called Worst... The event's called Worst Day of the Week. Worst Day of the Week at Blue, uh, featuring Boxed Wine Improv. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for being on, Katie. Well, thanks for having me. It was fun. This was a blast and a half. Yeah. And uh, to all and everyone, uh, good night, good luck, and gargles. Salt water. What's with you, Scooby Doo? Is a member of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Visit StolenDress.com to check out our other Stolen Dress podcasts, blogs, tweets, videos, and books.